This is Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about comfort zones. Dig it. Yeah. And as you can see, we no longer have a white background. We no longer blend right in. But we now, stepped out of brilliant our Phil zone. decided to wear a black shirt on this dark gray wall. So you probably can only see his head right now. That's okay. <laughs> That's all that you we're, need to we're see, gonna right? We're going to work towards a green screen anyway so we can wear whatever we want. Yeah, so we can be in, in space. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. Um, so, so stay tuned for that and, and uh, uh, episodes to come. So I didn't mention this to you because I just wanted to get your raw input on this. But uh, since we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since, uh, since we're going to be talking about comfort zones, Phil, yeah. where do you feel the most comfortable? My house. Your house? Yeah. My well, house. Your I, uh, house? Jimmy's house. <laughs> my, my place of residency at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but but we, are, we are putting an offer in on a house tonight. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. So we uh, found something that we liked, and they didn't sell it out from under us. So um, we have a chance. Yep, that's so, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, if you no, didn't know, the housing market it's, is horrible. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I'd say definitely at home. Uh, I feel comfortable. Um but I guess I, I guess you know maybe maybe to stretch that further if I'm if I'm confident in something, that's where my comfort mm-hmm. zone is. You know when I'm coaching wrestling, I'm, it's my comfort zone. Um, it's getting more when sharing the gospel with people mm-hmm. um, in the workplace. You know if I'm confident at what I'm doing, yeah, if I've done it absolutely. enough, it makes it um, easier to bear, easier to uh, to do. So I'd say pretty much wherever home definitely. Uh, first but also wherever i feel confident is mm-hmm. a comfort zone for me so what about you philip i would probably say my home as well your home my home savannah's home yeah savannah's you're home. right you live Sav- <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely my place of uh residency for sure is my wife's home yes yeah but yeah i would say and I'll, i would definitely agree with yeah just where you feel confident you know you know, just in, in preaching, there are moments where I feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm confident about what I'm going to be preaching on. But there's those moments where it's like, oh, this is not my comfort zone. Yep. <laughs> I you, hear don't, you. you don't feel as confident in what you're preaching on. Um, but but what is a comfort zone? And we're not talking about, you know, the great, awesome comfort zone that we get just by being in Christ. Um, I have a simple answer to that. Comfort zone is where you feel comfortable. Yeah, where you feel comfortable. That can be pretty simple. (laughs) Yeah, that is the simplest way to say. But can you really use comfortable in the definition of the definition of comfort zone? I don't even know what you just asked, but maybe you might be able to. Um, No, I'd say definitely like it's it's where where it's cozy. There's no Mm -hmm. um, challenge. There's no stretch. There's Mm -hmm. no. Um, outside of the box, it's it's yeah, literally it's right there. you know right there in front of you. It's it's status quo, mm-hmm. what you've always been used to, yeah, where you feel safe. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Where there's no risk, mm-hmm. you know. And like we said, easiest definition: where you feel comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nailed it. But let me ask you, Phil. Is obviously those kind of sound good. <clears throat> yeah like that sounds like a good thing yeah what uh, why would it be a bad thing like i feel like the way that we're going to look at it it's not going to be <laughs> yeah well i mean thing. you know it's it is what it is you can take it i think there are some definitely some positives um mm-hmm. again like what we talked about um if you've done it enough it's mm-hmm. no longer outside your comfort zone yeah. you know you look at you take our examples of being called to preach mm-hmm. neither of us quite wanted to do it mm-hmm. now we're getting 
you more than me, but we're getting some some sermons under our belt. We're starting to understand the Holy Spirit and letting it work, you know, oh, yeah. letting Him work in us. And yeah. so it makes it a little easier. But you get that calling, and you, or whether it be preaching or anything God's called you to do, you get that, and it's it's terrifying. Yeah. But do you feel more comfortable? Than the your day one going into oh, into past absolutely dude yeah. I actually told Jimmy yesterday I said he said you you preaching next Wednesday right I said yep yep ready for it and I said anymore I'm I'm not super like sick to my stomach nervous I'm more excited to yeah. share uh, the message that that God's given me um, so it's not so much a stretch anymore it's more of okay how can I allow God to use me with this specific message mm-hmm. or that specific message um and and kind of keep my my own things my own uh wants or uh wit out of it and just let the holy spirit do his thing mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it has gotten a lot easier and i, and I know just from watching you progress mm-hmm. over the past three or four years oh, yeah. it's 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 almost like you you were um supposed to, you're supposed to be up there mm-hmm. you know and and delivering god's word and um you know comfort zones it's things are rocky in the beginning, yeah. regardless of what it is, if you're starting a new job, if you're uh, a first-time parent, you know, you don't know what you're getting into until yeah. you do it. But you just got to commit to it and say, "Yeah, I, I might not be the best at it, yeah. but here we go." Yeah, you know, and, break a leg. And I'm sure we'll talk about it. But this is this is gonna hold just true to what faith actually is yeah. in the Christian walk, what it means to be faithful even when you might not know what the outcome is going to be. Like, you know, in pastoring, I didn't know where I was going to be in five years or, mm-hmm. or even where I'm going to be in 10 years. Um, so there's this faith that has to come in, and you have to be able to step out. Um, but many, many Christians, many believers today are just not willing to step out, even when God is calling them to do amazing things yeah. for the kingdom mm-hmm. and and you might be oh i'm thinking of going overseas or anything like that and mm-hmm. and if he's calling you that's awesome that would be a huge step out of your comfort zone obviously oh, to go to a completely sure. different country but i'm just saying is it outside your comfort zone to go to your neighbor you know down the street is god's calling you to go share the gospel with him you see him outside mowing his yard you know every single day and god's pushing you and prodding you to share the gospel with him but you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone something you don't normally do yeah um, so we you know we're kept in there so what what's i guess you know if if we're getting prodded by the holy spirit to do something why are we not doing it mm-hmm. what keeps us so, in our spiritual comfort zones. Yeah, there's the way that I look at it is there's two things. And the main, the big one is fear and I think a lot of especially when we're talking about sharing the gospel. Yeah, oh for sure. You know, and we've talked about it on this podcast before. This an overwhelming fear comes on people when God calls them to do anything, whether that's to share the gospel or do something in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Um you know, whether that's nursery, children's church, anything in the church or outside the church, go serve at a soup kitchen, go talk to your neighbor down the street. Many, many things you can do for the kingdom of God. Um, but fear, it's just like this overwhelming fear that just keeps us stagnant. Satan's really good at, at putting the spirit of fear on people so the kingdom of God can't get, a, you know, can't get advanced um, like it should mm-hmm. if we would just follow. But, you know... I know, like, for me in pastoring, and we'll probably talk about this just because this is our calling, but it can be applied to anybody. I was afraid to mess up. Like, when when God called me to preach, 
I was afraid I was going to mess it up because I thought, which I still think, but he kind of, he's helped me definitely a lot. I, I'm, I'm stupid. Yeah. I well, don't know yeah. the word. I don't know how to, how to talk in front of people. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to talk in front of people. Um, but, but this is again where faith comes in, but I really, I just didn't think I was adequate enough yeah. to do it. In Revelations, you know, God tells us that Satan's the accuser of the brethren, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. You know, when you think about why, why are we scared to do that, to do the things that God's called us to do? And just a side note, real quick, I don't know if you remember or not. Um, it was kind of when what it solidified my calling um, was the last time we had a revival service. Mm-hmm. There was a guy, and I can't remember what church he was from, but he was singing, and he messed up, and he finished a song, and he said, "I'd rather screw up." doing something for God than be perfect for Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that stuck with me for, you know, yeah, since 2018. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, if, you know, you can clam up and shut down when things don't go your way, like he could have been like, hey, let's just start the song over. Mm-hmm. No, he worked through it. We, yeah. we stumble when we preach. Do we quit and say, okay, that's all I have. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I messed up. <laughs> let me start this over. When you're 45 minutes in, the congregation's like, I don't even uh, want to sit here for this long, let alone you restart. <laughs> No, it's yeah. it's you you work through it, but mm-hmm. there's so much truth in that. You know, he's yeah. like, I'd rather mess up for God, doing I, something for yeah. God, and you know, not be so pleasing to the world than be pleasing to the world and making Satan happy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really really stuck. That stuck with me, and that's kind of something that you know keeps me going. Like, yeah, hey, I'm gonna screw up. I'm gonna mumble, mm-hmm. but if I don't try, I'm gonna be you know where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. For the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know. You know, so many people, I think this is a big one for sure. They're afraid to mess up. But like, you, if you're always afraid you're going to mess up, you're never going to be able to do what God calls no, you to. Because, no. because the word, I think it says so, you know, so plainly and clearly that we are weak people. We mess up. We have faults. Um, but God shows his strength, yep. his glory, his mm-hmm. might in our weaknesses. That's right. That he would take, you know, a person like Phil Fisher um, with all all his junk yeah, and, right. and turn it into something that would bring glory to the kingdom. Yeah, and that's just amazing. And that kind of falls on what we talked about last week with grace and, and all those things. But I think the next one, it kind of goes along with it, is you don't feel equipped. Yeah, You don't feel like you, you got to have all the tools to mm-hmm. do it. If I don't have this, 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 and this, there's no way I'm going to do it. Let me tell you. So you've done construction mm-hmm. and you've done HVAC and you you can have all the tools you want, but if you don't know how, you give yeah. me a pair of ten snips and tell me to to run yeah. some duct work and say, "Hey, you got the tools." Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it because I've never used them. Yeah. So not only do you need to be equipped, but you need to know what you are doing with what you are equipped with, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, and people say, you know, they they say, "Well, I God will equip me and do," and He will, but you need to know a little bit about what you're doing before you. You do it. You can't just wing everything. I mean, can you imagine if the electrical in here was winged? We wouldn't have lights on. No. Like, hey, well, it's close enough not Mm -hmm. to code. Let's let's run it. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work like that. You know. It's probably not the code. Probably. Well, hopefully, someone who does wiring is not listening. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Whenever this thing was wired or rewired, but either way, you get you get the gist. You know, just because you're equipped with something doesn't mean you know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but people will not do what God calls them to because God, because they think that God has to give them like everything they ever need on a platter mm-hmm. instead of just trusting in yeah. in God to provide the things that they need the the courage the boldness to to step out the 
the whatever it might be. So we'll wait for that perfect time. Yep. But our standard sometimes isn't God's standard, so the perfect time is never the time. Yeah, and it'll change based on how comfortable we feel. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think those are, you know, all good good reasons why we, we are kept in, and in our comfort zone. Yes. But let me throw this at you. What if you don't know? Mm-hmm you're in a comfort zone yeah. or you no one's ever brought it up hey why don't you try this or what's god calling you to what, what if nobody ever asks you mm-hmm. that how do we know if we're stuck in our comfort zone if nobody's ever brought it up to us before it's just what we've always done mm-hmm. surely something or somebody would have said hey mm. maybe this isn't for you or maybe you need to try something else yeah. you know if say if i asked you phil for example, hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, what if God didn't call you to preach and he called you to do something else? How would, how would you respond to say, hey, God, I think God, I don't think God's called you to preach, Phil, because it's getting more of a comfort zone. You're more comfortable doing it. I don't think God's called you to preach, Phil. I think he wants you to do anything else because you're not that good. <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah. You know? Because we can take the we can take the positives of getting out of a comfort zone, but what if we flip it back and say, "Hey, no one's ever told." Like, I, you'd hope to think that Jimmy would say, "Hey, <clears throat> this isn't for you." You know, yeah. you'd hope that some of our mentors would say, "Hey, this isn't for you." But what if nobody tells us mm-hmm. that we're we're you know our comfort zone is, or we we we, we refuse to see our shortcomings or refuse to grow in whatever God's called us to do. I don't know if that made any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I done lost yeah. you, but what I yeah. well, I'll try to answer you your question the best that I can is is for one, we're not very good at trying to to tell each other, you know, that we might be stuck in a rut, mm-hmm. that we might be just going through the motions. Um, I think the but the best way that you said if I, if hypothetically I didn't preach, that's even hard for me to even understand now. Right, right. But, um, you know, you know, with preaching in itself, if if let's say if you or Jimmy or somebody else came up to me and said, oh, I don't think this is for you, um, you know, I would I would you know take what you said, I would pray about it, figure it out. But this is what I know. I have to know what my calling is. Mm -hmm. Phil Fisher, Jimmy, all the other leaders in this church, they're supposed to help, you know, me figure it out. But ultimately, I have to know if I'm in a rut, if I'm where I need to be, or if I need to go somewhere else. I guess that was more of the point. So disregard that whole other question. (laughs) But if nobody tells you, you still know if you have the Holy Spirit. Because he's saying, hey. This isn't where I need you to be. This isn't what, I mean, when I got, you know, when I felt the Spirit calling me to preach, I was like, mm-hmm. nope, yeah, I'll do children's church. Yep, I did I'll, the same thing. You know, I'll, do, I'll, I'll figure it out by doing these other things, and I never got any rest with it. I never got any peace, because I, I knew there was that, yep. I don't want to say nagging from the Spirit, but it just, it was always there. Was, hey, you know this isn't what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know this isn't what you need to be doing. You know this isn't what I've called you to do, Phil. Mm-hmm. So start doing it, and maybe you'll get some peace. You know. See but. when we get when we get called, especially if you do have the Holy Spirit. You know, hopefully the Holy Spirit is at least prodding you to serve in mm-hmm. some way, yeah. whether it's in your calling or not. Sometimes we like to substitute. 
Oh, that's a good one. You know, yeah, hey, sure. like with you, and, and the same thing with me, you know, we're called to be a pastor, so we'll substitute. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to do this. This is too much. I'm definitely not able to do this. Yeah. So let me do something that I feel like I am able to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, the same thing with me, but this, I don't think it's just with us. People do this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we'll say, well, maybe not. Some, that's for somebody else. I'll help over here where I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And if you do that, then then this like what you said, you had no peace. God doesn't bless us when we are deliberately running from mm-hmm. His calling. Mm-hmm. If God called you to something major, if He called you over the seas, if you run from it, yeah, He's not gonna bless you. And and we talked about before just with the story of Jonah yeah. in general. Yeah. Obviously, I think most of our listeners probably know the story of Jonah at least a little bit. He ran from his calling. Yeah. He was supposed to go preach to the city of Nineveh. First, a lot of the reasons we've already talked about, he said no. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to my enemy. I'm not going to preach to people I want to see perish. Yeah, for you sure. know, this is kind of all of his thought. You know, his thoughts are going. Um, may I don't know if he didn't feel adequate enough. I don't. He's he was probably just terrified and he yeah. he hated him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he didn't go and guess what happened he was Look, definitely not blessed yeah. because of no him. no he he uh, he, uh, he found out the hard way that god yeah. means business yeah. and sometimes god takes us through the hard road to ultimately do his purpose mm-hmm. um and that's not the way god wants you to go and it's not the way that we ought to go it's always the hard way yeah he took the hard way he did he um, did but he learned through it he definitely and, learned and god teaches us sometimes in those moments and he taught me when i was running from my calling to preach that it's a lot easier when you just submit it is to god it is no no it, it might it's going to be easier our spirit's going to be easy you know rested and, and not worried about what what's to come but our flesh man we, we'll try whatever we can <laughs> yeah. it's like isn't what i'm doing good enough do, are you sure you want me to do more or want me to do this and we'll, we'll reason and rationalize yeah. why we why we shouldn't or why we should do what god's called us to do and you know our spirit's willing but bob says yeah. says that but our flesh is so weak and, and it's hard to absolutely but yeah so encouragement for all of you struggling with comfort zones just it Take it from a couple of young bucks. It's easier to do what God's called you to do the first time yeah. than it is to, you don't, to fight it. You don't have peace. No, you, you don't. don't have any you joy. Don't. You don't. You don't. You, you're just relationships kind of broken until yeah. until you accept it. Um, but the second thing, like I said, I broke these things in two categories. Fear and then laziness. Straight up, sometimes we're just lazy yeah. people. Sometimes you said it, man. Not yeah, me. <laughs> I know that's that's gonna hurt some you people. Said it. This next part about laziness is really gonna hurt people. Um, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You don't want to take away from your time. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, from? yeah, I have. Have you ever said it? Yeah, yeah. And I've lived it. You know, <laughs> I've been on all all both sides of the coin. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, dang, I really have to do this. Mm-hmm. That means I can't go home and watch TV. Dang. Oh yeah, and it's and it's true. You know, and it hurt me. You saying that because mm-hmm. you're looking at me. You're yeah. talking to me right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's it definitely um, <laughs> laziness can definitely mm-hmm. definitely play a huge role in what keeps us. Yeah, from doing what we're from supposed what to we're do. Supposed to do. Yeah. And Absolutely. and just with that, you know, sometimes we we got what God wants us to do and then what I want to do. And I what I want to do always trumps it seems mm-hmm. like what God wants to do. And I would say I would say that um laziness and excuses go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But I think honestly if you look at it at a spiritual level, the 
what it is, and I'd submit to you that what it is is not actually us being lazy. It's the enemy saying, no, yeah. you don't. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't need to do this. Ashley shared a story with me. Um, one day she was watching TV, and it wasn't too long ago, but she was flipping through the channels like she do. And she was lo- watching House Hunters and this show yeah. on HGTV and that All show. All the HGD- Yeah, HGTVs. it's annoying, dude. I can't. Uh, I love yeah. you if you're watching. But she said, Spirit said, hey, you need to read. Mm-hmm. You need just just like that. Hey, you need yeah. to get up and read. You spent too much time on TV, and she said she battled with it for like ten minutes. Of oh, I can do it. Like you look at that and you take that little example, and it's like, is it her being lazy? Yeah, maybe to a degree. Her time. Yeah, everything you said. But mm-hmm. if you look at it with a spiritual lens, it's we know who's there. Yeah, we know who's sitting right next to her on the couch saying, "Hey, what's ten more minutes?" Mm-hmm. When God says you need to do something. It ain't. Yeah, when I get to it, yeah. or when it's convenient for me, it should be a, all right, I'll turn it off mm-hmm. and do what you want me to do. It has to be almost automatic, you know, because otherwise we'll blow it every every time, whether it's sharing the gospel or something as simple as reading reading his word. When the spirit moves, we need to be, we need to be uh, mm-hmm. ready to move with him. Yeah, when you start to realize, you know, God's not just telling, he's, He's not just telling you to do something for no reason. Mm-hmm. There is so much good and purpose behind whatever yeah. he calls you. And when you do start to realize it, you know, some of that some of that is a little bit easier to turn the TV off because you're like, "Okay, this is actually going to do something mm-hmm. good." But like you said, you sit there with this constant battle with the with your flesh and with the, and with the spirit saying, "But but I, I worked all day, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I worked eight hours. Mm-hmm. Can I have this? Don't I deserve? Other, yeah, this yeah. other eight hours of TV yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I've earned it. And, you know, just with that, we just got to start valuing the calling that God, the little things and the big things. Mm-hmm. But also just with laziness, something else I wrote, you know, wrote down here. It's going to be too much work. Yeah. And that's very true. Sometimes what God calls us to is a lot of work. It is. Um, and it's hard and it's exhausting and you get tired. Um, and <coughs> I just ahead. had a thought. What about, well, God's not really calling. I don't feel like God's calling uh, me to do that. That's a great excuse, too. Yeah, wouldn't recommend is. using it. But if you want to get out of something, I suppose, who's going to argue with you? Yeah, well, you know, yourself. You know <laughs> yeah. that you're lying to yourself and that you're cheating God mm-hmm. out of his time. That he has for you, but anyway, sorry to cut you. I had the whole. Yeah, know that all that work is for your good, mm-hmm. and not only yours. This is how great God actually is. The good that it gives to you also also extends to the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that the work you put in is not just benefiting yourself. Yep. It's benefiting those who might look up to you. It's mm-hmm. benefiting those who you, who you talk to on a, a daily basis. Or if it's something major, it could benefit a whole nation. Absolutely. When Jonah finally submitted, yeah. he had his other issues. But when he finally submitted to the calling that God placed on his life and went to Nineveh, he didn't think it was going to happen. But a whole nation... Yeah. Repented, and, and all he said was like seven or eight words. Yeah, and that—that that was it. I mean, that's all. That's all. That's all that's, the Bible. That's that, all of the Bible. You know? Definitely. Yet forty says. days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh man, let's get out of our this comfort zone." This guy might be serious, you know. <laughs> and and all it took was eight words, yeah. an eight-word sermon, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Yeah, we knew it. Yeah, we we knew it. Let's fix it before 
before we're done. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it does take calling out, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Um, and here's the here's the bad one. Those are bad, and it's in themselves. And we, but we all do it. We mm-hmm. all have fallen into these. Like you said, sometimes it's a daily battle. Yeah. Sometimes it takes you consistently doing something uncomfortable for it to feel comfortable, yeah. like you talked out about in the beginning. But this is a this is a different issue. A lot of times, is simply, I don't want to. Yeah. God, I know you're calling me here. I know that that you know this is going to be good for me, but I don't want to. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm and here. This is what you're saying. I am better than you, God. Ouch. Y'all listening? Yeah. This is what we would, pastors would call, or fathers might call. We're not fathers, but I'm no, sure a father not. would say yeah. a rebellious child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully we know, you know, here, and if you're a believer, that God's not going to call you to a path of destruction or lead you to astray it might not look like you want it to you know or whatever that's not what this is about um i hope that you don't say god i know you want this for me but i don't want to Mm -hmm. do it um because you would be a rebellious child yeah um and and we know that god disciplines those whom he loves and if you're a child of god you can about bet God's going to oh, lay yeah. a whooping down. Yeah, yeah. it's coming. Um, if uh-huh. this is your attitude. And like Jonah, you hopefully it's a teachable moment um, in those things. Um, but Jonah didn't have a very easy time. He kind of went through the the dirt a little bit yeah. by saying, I don't want to mm-hmm. because of whatever reason it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things are important to know. But Phil, you know, you have anything else on just, you know, that's a lot. In that, yeah, that is, that is a lot. Um, you know, really when, when you think about what keeps us there, I wrote down a few things, you know, obviously comfortability, taking the path, path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the lack of awareness you might not know that yeah. you're, that you're there. And sometimes it takes being called out to say, yeah, I need to, I need to, you know, quit, quit, uh, milking everything and, yeah. and do what God's called me to yeah. do. Take a little bit. Of yeah. Meat. Yeah. And be challenged a little bit, yeah. you know, let the spirit challenge you and, and accept it. Don't be, Oh, well, no, that probably wasn't because if you know the spirit, if you know the voice of God and you, and you read your Bible and you understand that this is from God, it should be a no brainer. I say should be. And I know that in the future there are going to be things that I run into <laughs> that I'm like, Hey, remember that podcast that we did on September 10th, 2021. You remember that? Yeah. This is one of those times, do it. And I know that it's going to happen yeah. because I'm human. Yeah. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to all the listeners, everybody. And, and praise God that he is patient Yo, with man, us. Tell me about um, it. Because I don't know where I'd be if God was like, you didn't want to You didn't want to preach, you're done. Yeah, right. You know, can you think about that for a minute? You know, maybe wherever God's called you, maybe you're serving in it. And maybe you had a moment like, you know, what Phil and I are talking about here is, you know, you just didn't want to do it. You know, you're afraid, whatever it might be. And God was just like, Hey, you don't want to do it? Fine, I'll find yeah, somebody, somebody else. Somebody else will. Um, somebody you know, else will. And 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 I just praise God that He was patient with me long enough to to realize how good and awesome it is to accept the calling. It has its challenges. Oh I'm yeah, still, still afraid a lot of times, um, even though I've done it, you know, multiple times now. And and I think you know that just keeps keeps me in a state just to rely on on Christ mm-hmm. and rely on, you know, the father to sustain my, you know, inconsistency. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, uh, just a side note. So 
yesterday, September 9th, mm-hmm. is my nine-year spiritual birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking Happy about... Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It feels good to be alive for nine years yeah, and know that my eternity is sealed in heaven. That's awesome. But as I, as I begin to, you know, getting prepared for this in comfort zones, you, you look at the last nine years, or September 9th, 2012, for example, I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't know anything about yeah. God's Word. I didn't know anything about the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. I didn't know anything about the promises and the truths that are in here. All I knew on September 9, 2012 is that I needed a Savior. Yeah. And so I got out of my comfort zone, which was the the previous 19 years of my life, mm-hmm. and said, okay, God, what I was doing surely isn't working. Yeah. It, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I thought it did. And then I trusted Christ, and life got hard after that. Mm-hmm. But there was a peace and a joy that, hey, man, I don't need to worry about it. Yeah, I'm terrified because then because when you get called, then you started learning and and or you get saved, you start learning and you start knowing the character of God and what mm-hmm. he wants for your life. And then, you know, even the, the small ailments in the world that, that are going on in your world, they're not that they don't make yeah that big of a dent. Mm-hmm. They, you know? they don't hurt your comfortability. They don't. No, no. And, and even comfort- when it is uncomfortable. Absolutely. And it begins yeah. to grow. You're like, okay, here was my comfortability as a baby Christian. Mm-hmm. Now it's starting to grow yeah. into a, a, you know, I'm not yeah. worried about, oh, how's this going to, I mean, for example, I started praying with everybody at work. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Grew into that, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't want to do it. But, and I was nervous, just like I was with everything else in my life that God's called me to do, or, or said, hey, this is what I need you to do, or what I want you to do. But you do it. And it only took one time. And I was and I was re- reasoning uh, in my mind, maybe I'll just start it Monday. Yeah. And this was last Thursday. Maybe I'll just start Monday. And he said, no, we ain't doing this again. Yeah. Because had I started it Monday, it would be next Monday, and then the next Monday, and then it probably never would happen. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just do it. But it takes a while to get out of that comfort zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Definitely takes a while. No, for sure. To get out. And it's important that we get out. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, just with that little segue, because um, it is absolutely important, but this is what I know. With all of my many years of wisdom, Phil, yes, the whole s- my, my four gray hair in my beard, wow. um, many, Lay many wisdoms. Yes. But this is what I know, is 95% of the time, that's definitely a made-up statistic. Yeah, obviously. 95% of the time, God calls us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. What God calls you to will feel uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is so important. It is so important to follow God wherever he calls you to. Mm-hmm. Whether we had, we've had a pastor in here once say, if God calls you to, to roll a peanut with your nose down the aisle, mm-hmm. know that it is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't think God would call us to that, um, but you just never know. Never but know. but I, what I do know is it would be good and glorifying it would be. to God. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and with that, you, just, you have to know where God calls you is going to benefit you. Yeah. And not you. But those around you, the mm. kingdom of God, the unsaved. Um, in, in Timothy, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. In, in the book of Jude, um, and there's a moment there where he says to, to snatch them out of the fire. He's mm. talking about yeah, the unsaved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that picture has always stuck with me. If, if I'm going to be in a comfortable state, I'm going to struggle with snatching the unsaved out of the fire, to snatch them up out of the pit. Um, and I praise God someone stepped out yeah, of their comfort right. zone because, like you said, you know, now 
um, you know, you've grown, you, you know, the word a little bit better. You, you know, you're taking a, you know, a lot of the meat now. Um, and you would have never been able to do any of that if somebody didn't step out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. to share the greatest news and all of creation, yeah. uh, the knowledge of Jesus Christ of salvation. And it's funny. I just had this, this thought and I don't think very often, so yeah. this is good. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that, that person, Ashley, my wife now, mm-hmm. she took a chance and said, Hey, do you want to come to church? Yeah. Living the way I lived, I could have been like, no. And by the way, we're not together anymore because that's dumb. God's Mm -hmm. dumb. I'm so thankful that she put, I mean, you have to know what you risk by asking that, you know? Yeah. Hey, is is coming to church worth our relationship? Mm -hmm. Is serving God together worth our relationship? And sadly for a lot of people, that's a no. Yeah. But. And and I think that's that's something that we need to know in and we have to know that the obedience will always lead to blessings. Yeah. Um, maybe not the blessings that you hope for in yeah. your own, you know, fleshly desires. It probably is not going to be those. Um, but this I know is there is so much peace and joy when you just submit to whatever God wants you yeah. to do. It becomes yeah. so much easier. But like you said with your wife, she had a lot to lose maybe not that much (laughs) all of it (laughs) but she had a relationship Mm -hmm. to lose and you have to be willing to face the trials to face the tribulations to face the confrontation the backlash the rejection um, the rejection all of it to if if all it does is produce in you perseverance to continue right. to step out of your yeah. comfort zone, that's what you know the Bible says, and that's why we have to consider it joy to even have the ability to step out of our comfort zone. That God would call us to anything that would be bigger than us mm-hmm. is huge, yeah. because knowing that it just produces in you the ability to do it over and over and over again. And when a church or an individual is able to say, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm yeah. willing to go." wherever you call me. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the things that could be accomplished in one area? A whole nation was saved by Jonah. Yeah. The, all the way down to the animals they yeah, repented. Right, right. That's crazy mm-hmm. um, to know that, that those things can still happen today. They sure like that, can. Like you got you to gotta realize that you going to work and praying with those who need it, you you know going to your neighbor who mows and saying, hey, how you doing? Right. Um, has more effect than you actually realize. Because yeah. Jonah didn't think they were going to do it. Like I said, Jonah no, had his hoping, other, As a matter of fact, yeah. they wouldn't do it. Yeah. But you have to know that you just saying, God, if you want me to say hi to this guy, I know you're going to work something good out yeah, for Yeah, absolutely. Whether that's just with me or that's with that person who doesn't know Christ, I got to know that, that God is always going to remain faithful um, all the time. And, and I think that is, is huge. Mm-hmm. But, Phil, why do you think it's so important? I mean, I think uh, to grow the kingdom. Yeah. Honestly, absolutely. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's important, one, for if we're supposed to bring up the next generation, how can we do that yeah. sitting at home? Yeah. How can we do that not getting into God's word? James one twenty two says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're just going to come to church and listen to whatever the pastor's preaching, 
and to just leave it at that and we're supposed to to raise a godly seed or to teach mm. biblical truths how can we do that if we're lazy if we're unwilling and here comes this big h word that jesus uses if we're a hypocrite yeah how can we do that with a with a, a pure heart and saying lord i'll follow you and i'll do what you want me to do and i'll further your kingdom for your glory if we won't even take one step out of our comfort zone mm. it can't happen and i assure you that it will not happen yeah absolutely um verse that i have here is john fifteen sixteen. it says you did not choose me but i chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit fruit that will last and so that whatever you ask in my name the father will give you mm-hmm. and that passage is talking about abiding in christ and christ abiding in us and as as he is one with the father all yeah. the beautiful beautiful passage of scripture this is what i know from it though is that all your abilities, all your weaknesses, and, and those things that you think are holding you back, know that if you abide in Christ, Christ gives you everything that you need to bear much fruit, mm-hmm. to bear good fruit, great fruit, that would, that would actually glorify the kingdom of God, a holy, holy God, right. that you would actually be able to, to glorify his name um, is, is huge. And, and just to go with that, and this is a, a well-known verse, but I think we really need to just soak this in for a moment. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and mm-hmm. he will make your path straight. The hard word in that, submit. Yeah, yeah. But if we do yeah. submit, if it. we trust in the Lord, if we lean on His own, His understanding and not our own, our paths get so much easier. Yeah, yeah. so much easier. We're we're not fighting it all the time. See, when I was when I was called to be a pastor, and I kept saying, ah, "God, that's mm. too much. That's too much." You yeah. know, maybe you should pick somebody else. It got so much easier. And the road was filled with a lot more blessings when I just submitted. Yeah. When I just said, fine, <laughs> I'm yours. Yeah. Could you imagine if you just said, I'm yours to God? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Because I have. <laughs> and it's... You know the blessings. It's from. great. It's great, man. You, you want to talk about a, a blessed marriage? Mm. Check. Absolutely. You want to talk about a blessed... Uh, you know, blessed financially, check. Great job, loving family that supports us, check. And everything in between, check. But the biggest checking you can check off is salvation. Mm. Because without Jesus, forget everything else. Yep. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth nothing. And you're talking yep. about being pulled from the fire. Like, like Jude says, that's all you got to look forward to if you don't have Christ. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep, absolutely. And that's such a, a huge part um, because we're talking about a lot here, calling um, to a service in the church or outside the church. That's what we're talking about. Here's the most important thing, like you said, being called to salvation. Mm-hmm. If you feel the Holy Spirit prodded on you, know that this is the greatest thing that you could possibly choose, mm-hmm. that you could possibly submit to is, is Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, the, the debt has been paid. 
and mm-hmm. to accept the 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 payment yeah, yeah. of of your sins um, nothing that you could possibly do is the greatest thing to trust in it sure is um, and that's all you have to do yeah. um so comfort zones like you said sometimes they're not obvious yeah sometimes sometimes they're hard to get out of know that that consistently telling yourself i want to be better than i was yesterday mm-hmm. is a good way to start to get out of your yeah, comfort zone absolutely not going back to what you left the day before mm-hmm. or the hour before saying i'm done with that little bites yeah little bites you don't got to take yeah. big leaps and bounds to yeah. to to get there start with the steps this is this is how good god is Sometimes he only gives us the snippets. Yeah. Yeah, a lot right. of times he only gives us snippets because yeah. if he gave us the whole movie or the whole film, <laughs> we we're quit like, before we yeah, got started, <laughs> no way. Yeah, because we we saw yeah. the the plot yeah. in the middle there. Yeah, it we got a little rocky. Yeah. yeah, let's just skip that part. Yeah. Um. So so praise God, he gives us exactly what we need mm-hmm. to continue to be faithful yeah. and obedient. Um. Yeah. So Phil, what what would you say? What was your final thought for this episode? Um. A couple things. One. If you wait for everything to be perfect, to do what God's called you to do, you'll never get started. Mm. You know, trust God. Lean on Him. He's going to see you through it. But if you do fall into the comfort zone category that we're talking about, and that is you, and you felt like we were talking to you, Mm. I charge you. Yeah, absolutely. To lean on God. Take mm-hmm. that first step. He's got you. He's mm-hmm. not going to leave you. Nope. He's not going to forsake you. He's, he's got you in the palms. And, and Paul writes, he's convinced that neither height nor depth nor mm. principality nor anything, yeah. anything above, below can pluck us mm-hmm. from his hand. So yeah. what do you got to lose other than your own time? Because mm. that's what it boils that's down it. to. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, I couldn't say it much better than that. If God's calling you, do it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a blessing. Mm. Be obedient. Be faithful. Even when it's hard, even when it feels like you're not going to be able to do it, know that God's going to see you through. Yeah. Um. So this week, uh, week's verse is Second Timothy one seven, which says, "For God has not given us us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind." Mm-hmm. Um. And that is so so true. Um. So if you didn't know, we are on uh, YouTube. Uh, you can like and subscribe. You can search for us at Kingdom Faith Podcast. Our logo should come up. Um. Subscribe to the video. Um. So that you can you know know when we're gonna post future episodes just so that you know we do post on the first and 15th of every month um if you do have an idea for an episode or maybe you have an idea for a decoration whatever it is um just uh comment down below on this video um if you don't like us on a video if you don't like seeing our faces you can listen to us on spotify as well um i could definitely definitely see maybe you going to spotify (laughs) (laughs) yeah but not because me yeah Again, nobody has donated a air conditioner. Yeah, thank yet. you for bringing that up because yeah. if you, I, I'm out of my comfort zone, sweating to yeah. death again, yet again, <laughs> for you. Absolutely. So please. <laughs> so that does conclude our episode for this week. If you'd like to leave a comment or request, you can do so down below. Uh, and if not, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.